Yes, and welcome back to the Ash Williams Show. My name is Ash Williams, and I am fired up. How the fuck are you? I hope you're well. Come on, let's go. Let's get the guitar. Fucking hell, shred that bad boy. Shred it. You know who's shredding it? Uh, today, it's the, um, the dude across the road who is a handyman that's handicapped. That's uh, my mum's words. He's shredding. He's shredding the whippersnipper that also plays uh, guitar, then keyboard. That's how good that whippersnipper is. So shout out to that dude. Mum said, uh, you better move the car. He's uh, He's got the whippersnipper out. So uh, yeah, I've moved the fucking car. Hey, uh, let's grease this bad boy. We've got a, a big podcast for you for your Friday, wherever you are in this world. Um, let's get some questions. Yeah, on the hotline, 0406-284-954. The sticker, okay, this is from last week where I read out the, the sticker. The sticker actually says, I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. And your name came to mind when I first saw this sticker. I'm not sure why. You know why? Because that's part of um, a story that I told in Gay Bar. Um, I even told that story on the black market this week. Let's get a very, very early tease of the black market, the earliest of all time. So within the Gay Bar, I started my own business. Here was the pricing structure. $2 for a hug, $5 for a photo, and $10 for a nipple suck. You can choose the nipple, put some whipped cream on it, and have a good suck. You may as well. You've paid for it. I actually got bitten pretty badly doing that, but as Kiyosaki says, 10 bucks is 10 bucks. If you want to hear the rest of that story, go to patreon.com forward slash Ash Williams Show. Uh, you get a bonus episode each week, and you support the show. Hey, um, let's get another fucking text, shall we? Hi, Ash. Regarding tasty, fruity, juicy last week's podcast i have two comments firstly i think a flat white with the lot would be full fat milk sugar and chocolate on top like a cappuccino second i don't think a cafe that serves a croissant with spicy eggs can be a trusted authority on correct pronunciation of croissant cheers claire yeah look there's a lot to that text um I didn't find out what the flat white with the lot is, I will ask. But I was at that same cafe on uh, Monday and uh, I don't usually get the chili scrambled there. And I said, uh, how is it, you know, how is chili scrambled? And the waitress said to me, you should get it. It's fun. And I go, fun? How fun? She goes, very fun. I go, hmm, is it yum and fun? And she goes, yep, yum and fun. I said, let's get it. Sounds good. To be honest, even if it wasn't yum, I'd get it because it sounds fun. And I got it and she came out and she said, is it fun? And I said, <laughs> I said, do you know what? It, it is fun. I wouldn't call food fun, but it, it was a bit of fun. I said, the key to that chili scramble is you need to order the side of bacon. Because a normal chili scrambled comes with bacon cut up, dispersed through it. You know, like you're watching a Rick Stein 
show. You know, Rick Stein would fucking put the bacon inside the chili scrambled because he's that kind of a guy. He's very generous. Um, but yeah, this one you had to put the bacon in, in yourself, which is it's a bit fun. It's a bit fun. But boom, boom. What else have I got for you? That's the end of the podcast. No, um, got a question here from Christy Ash. Are you having post Australian Open blues? Uh, nah. I watched enough tennis over the last two weeks to fucking hell for a while. I really OD'd on AO. But that Nadal Medvedev final, best tennis match I've ever seen. If you want a full recap of that, listen to the Ash Tennis Podcast where I wax lyrical about that with my co-host David Zeta and uh, berate him for being an inadequate sports journalist. Um, Boom, boom, boom. Also... Just on that text there from uh, Claire talking about the pronunciation of croissant, I've got some new pronunciation things from mum. Uh, in the last week, this is what she said. Do you want some sangria? Sangria. You've got to try and guess what that is. Uh, I go, no, because it's fucking one in the afternoon. Um, and then she said, well, I'm having some sangria and I'm going to pretend I'm in Spain. I said, okay, okay, you pretend you're in Spain having sangria. By the way, if you were in Spain and you asked for sangria, they wouldn't know what it is. Uh, and then she goes, do you want some baklava? I go, what? Baklava? She's talking to me like I'm an idiot. I go, baklava? And then I, I walked up into the kitchen and I, I saw what it was and I go, a baklava. So, uh, yeah. So no, anyway, it looked pretty pretty average in terms of baklava. Uh, and then the easiest one of the lot is, um, I'm making you a sandwich. Do you want jalapenos? So it's uh, jalapenos in your sandwich, followed by baklava with a side of sangria. Of course, being uh, sangria, baklava, and jalapenos. Uh, so, yeah. Oof. I think my favourite of the lot of those is baklava. Uh, I've been watching so much SBS Food Channel that I feel like I've watched a masterclass on food. I can tell you what SBS is on loop. You've got Rick Stein, you've got Adam Lior doing uh, at least 12 hours of TV a day on SBS Food. We need to find him another TV show. He's only got six or seven. Um, you've got Maeve O'Meara, who's doing a uh, always in um, Afghanistan or baklava-type meals. She just cannot get enough of this Afghani rice. Um, got to say, Maeve O'Meara is looking pretty damn hot. Tough reference, by the way, but the shows that she's airing are from 2018, but I guarantee you she still looks hot today. Hey, by the way, that's a shout-out. Oh, yeah. Shout That's out. a shout-out to Maeve O'Meara. The most, one of the most obscure shout-outs we have. Um, but anyway, I digress. I hope you are listening to this podcast with a side of baklava. Um, I was at the cafe too, that same cafe on the Monday, having uh, the fun scramble, and a bloke walks past me and just yells over my shoulder, no Makona ash. 
And I go, what? <laughs> he goes, love the podcast. And then I go, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking cheers, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, no Makona. See ya, mate. They, they should really sell Makona at the cafes. I don't know why they don't. Why wouldn't you say, hey, we're doing Makonas for two bucks. Have a little Makona stand. Or you could get it sponsored by, you know, one of those instant coffee brands, Nescafe. Uh, here's what would happen, though. People who are drinking the instant would then realize, hang on, this is better than the barista stuff. Because if you make an instant coffee with barista milk, it's game over for the cafes. Okay? It's, it's, a, it's a Nadal five-set victory to the instant coffee. Um, another thing mum said during the week, she was making a sandwich. And I looked at the bread and I said, oh, I think I'm good. And she said, um, I've already started making it. You know, you're going to have some jalapenos. I said, no, it's not the jalapenos. The bread is moldy. I can see mold on the bread. And mum said, oh, it's fine. Mold is just penicillin. And I go, uh, what? She says, yeah, it's an antibiotic. I said, nah, I'm good. I don't need like a natural COVID booster of such. Uh, I'm not eating mold. I, I draw the line at mold, even though I think cheese is mold. But I draw the line when I can see the mold. And, uh, and then mum, mum said this, homeless people eat out of the trash all the time. And I go, mm, yeah, it's a good point. But uh, as, a, as a rebuttal to your point, we are not homeless. Okay, well, you're not. I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, I kind of am. I'm staying in your home. But you can't force me to eat mold. And uh, I don't need penicillin. I don't, I don't have tonsillitis. I don't, I don't need a fresh boost of penicillin in my bread. You know, Bergen bread, now coming with extra penicillin. Okay, I'm good. Hey, speaking of all things penicillin, I, uh, I went to the pool during the week. I haven't been to a pool in a while. And um, you've got to show your vaccination certificate to the dude at the door. A friend I was with showed hers, and then I walked in after and showed mine. And the guy nodded. And then I realized I showed my vaccination pass to a 1-3 cabs driver. He was in the 1-3 cabs shirt and he nodded at me. Now, I'm not sure if this guy is a 1-3 cabs driver moonlighting as a COVID marshal uh, or if he was just there to pick up someone, but he did let me through. Um, I guess I got the 1-3 cabs shirt mixed up with the 1-3 the vaxxed shirt. But uh, I made it to the swimming pool and there's not many places to swim in the pool, are there? I mean, you got the lanes, fast, medium, slow. They were all taken up by fucking, you know, swimmers. But I just wanted to lounge. I, want, I, I need more lounging areas in the pool. And the only lounging area is the multi-purpose lane, which is just a fucking free-for-all. Uh, of, well, in this case, it was of uh, special needs people, um, people rehabilitating after accidents and kids. Now, I'm not sure 
which section of that triad I fit into. But um, I was in there with my friend and it was just chaos, man. I kind of liked it. Some of the um, the special people were having a great time. I think they liked the feeling of water on their bodies. And then uh, just to counterbalance that, a, a six-year-old kid will come and do a bomb, one of those running bombs, over your shoulder and land in front of you and splash you all over your face. And uh, you're like looking around and going, where are the fucking parents? This kid almost killed me. And then this same six-year-old kid almost drowned because he did the bomb too big. You know, his his eyes were bigger than his legs. Um, And he was yelling out to his brother, who was about, I'm going to say nine, for a piggyback. Piggyback, piggyback. Now, piggyback translated in pool talk, Amongst kids is I'm drowning. Piggyback, piggyback. He was drowning. Now, the lifeguards weren't doing anything. They haven't done anything there since ever. So I'm like thinking, do I need to help this fucking kid? But luckily, he's, um, after the 10th piggyback, piggyback, his brother came in and was laughing. and um, He found it hilarious that his brother was uh, almost drowning. And then he came in and gave him a piggyback. To which the six-year-old... Uh, tried to strangle his brother around the neck. It's a, it's a funny dance being your brother, isn't it? Um, hey, I've got a hypothetical here for you. Before we get into your further questions, I was playing basketball with my mate on Monday and uh, we lost to a group of 17-year-olds, which is always good for the, the spirit of the team. And um, before we started playing, I said to my mate, because he was like, fuck, it would be good to dunk. I said, yeah, no shit, it would be good to dunk. He said, have you ever been able to dunk? Because I'm the tallest on the team. And I I thought he was being facetious. I said, are you taking the piss? And he said, no, 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 because like, I used to be able to dunk. And I go, fucking bullshit. This guy's six foot. He goes, no, when I was 17, I could dunk. You know, I had legs like elastic bands. Like, how come I never saw you dunk? He said, well, you weren't there. I'm like, this just sounds so white man can't jump. It's not funny. I go, well, when did you stop dunking? He said, it was a very short period between 17 and 18. And then I I couldn't dunk anymore. I said, shit, that's a sad story. I said, I've got a hypothetical for you. Now, allow me to humor you here with this hypothetical. I said, listen, who's your biggest crush of all time? Remember, this is a hypothetical. You know, you're not going to cheat on your wife. It's it's all hypothetical. He said, uh, Eva Mendes. I said, Eva Mendes. Yes, yes, yes. What if I could organize an uh, evening with Eva Mendes and she was fully into it, right? Fully into this from like 7 p.m. till um, 4 a.m. You get uh, just the best night of lovemaking and a higher power experience with Eva Mendes. He said, yeah, I like it so far. I said, or you can dunk for the rest of your life. Okay, no matter how unfit you get, you can dunk. He said, how big are my dunks? I said, they're huge. He said, can I dunk on top of people? I said, yeah, you can dunk on top of people. And he took a bit of time and he said, I've got to choose the dunk. 
And then I said, yeah, it's good. It's the right call. It's the right call. All right, because you have that for life. Um, so, well, you'd have the memory of Eva Mendes too for life too, by the way. It's a tough one. Hey, what, what would you choose? Who, what would you choose? Would you choose an evening with Brad Pitt or would you want to dunk? I'm not sure what the uh, if females like to dunk. I think I think any gender would like to dunk. It's very satisfying. I've never been able to dunk. Um, but imagine. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Certainly uh, food for thought. Let's get some more questions on the hotline. This is from Aaron. How do you make your hot and cold Milo's? Everyone has a different technique. It's all about ratios. Ah, oh, mate, Milo. I, I walked past it yesterday at Coles and I thought about getting it, but... It, Here's the thing about Milo, it's just a slippery slope because when you're making the cold Milo with the milk, you just it's just you're always adding to it. It's just a chocolate bar with a little bit of milk. So that's how that's the way I like to do it. Cold milk and then just keep chucking in Milo, Milo, Milo. A tub of Milo will last you about five drinks. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Milo warm unless I'm camping in the cold. Uh, which very rarely happens. Uh, in fact, I don't think I've ever had Milo uh, in the cold while camping, but I, but I would. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm camping with you, pack the Milo. Ash, where do you stand on people saying Happy New Year in February? I had someone say it to me yesterday. It's great hearing you back in my ear holes. Love the show. Uh, so if they're saying Happy New Year now, Happy New Year. Look, I don't care. I know people are passionate about it. Um, I haven't heard it, though. Happy New Year. Well, you could say it. Hey, here's one for you. Whoever texted that in, they could be referring to Chinese New Year. Couldn't they? Were they Chinese? Hmm. There's one for you. Oh, here we go. This is a nice text. Hey, Ash, the last text I sent was about the nadir of the Ash Williams show. The apex was when you gave a shout-out to Yevgeny Kafelnikov's daughter. Cheers, Dom. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was the apex of the show. And I stand by it. I was actually on Yevgeny Kafelnikov's Instagram during the week for quite a long time. Uh, he dives into a pool, sorry, a, a pond, completely naked. You're going to have to go back quite a way in his Instagram. I was so deep on the uh, Kafelnikov Insta. Um, but he dives in. He's a wild man, Yevgeny. And that is a positive way to end the podcast, all right? We're all about it. Uh, by the way, the Smooth FM competition still hasn't gone off. Kim Wilde is looking out the window. And what is she looking at? Well, guess what? Nobody knows. I was looking at the hotel window and I saw, uh, hello, you're on smooth. Yeah, yeah. did she look out and see a table? No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Um, which is an actual guess from yesterday. I heard it on the radio. She looked out the hotel window and saw a table. Good fucking God. I hope that competition never goes off. I really hope it never does and it's 2000 and. 90 and we're still trying to solve the smooth fm what is kim wild looking at out the window hey that's the podcast 
For anything extra, patreon.com forward slash Ash Williams Show. I'll talk to you next week. This is the Ash Williams Show, and I love you. Take care. Bye-bye.